Good evening and hope you had an awesome day. So with under 24 hours to go until the start of the fast of Shabbat and having spoken about some of the ideas as to what we're lacking by not having the Ben Dush, I wanted to share with you a shocking Gemara, something you actually wouldn't expect. See, if we go back to right before the destruction of the Second Temple, approximately the year 70 CE, the city of Jerusalem is under complete siege by the Romans under the command of Vespasian. Through a remarkable plan, the lead sage of the Jewish people at the time, Rabbi Yochanan ben Zakkai, was able to sneak out of the besieged city by playing dead and being carried out in a coffin and makes his way directly to Vespasian. Upon seeing Vespasian, he refers to him as king, eliciting the response from Vespasian that he should be put to death for mistakenly calling him a king. However, moments later, an imperial messenger arrives and informs him that the emperor has died and the senators have appointed Vespasian as the new emperor, the king. Impressed by the clear prophetic abilities of Rabbi Yochanan, he grants him a few wishes. Now, one would imagine that Rabbi Yochanan would passionately advocate for the saving of the temple, avert its destruction. However, he doesn't. Rather, he asks that Vespasian agrees to save and protect what was known as Yavna V'chachamel, the leading center of Torah learning in the city of Yavna and the wise sages and students of that area. Now, all of the commentaries wonder how it could be that this is what he asks for. He possibly had the chance to save the temple itself, and instead he opts to save a yeshiva and its students and teachers way outside of Jerusalem. And yes, that was in fact saved, but in so doing... The temple was destroyed and remains destroyed until this day. So what was Rabbi Yochanan ben Zaka even thinking? Well, some suggest that perhaps strategically he was worried it was too large of a request to ask for and he feared that it wouldn't have been accepted. However, others suggest that it was because of Rabbi Yochanan ben Zakkai's keen understanding and awareness of what is necessary for Judaism to continue to exist. True, the temple was and still is an essential part of Judaism. And yes, the land of Israel is our home. But he knew, as was indeed the case, that the Jews could survive and even thrive without the temple, without Jerusalem, without Israel. Just look at most of the history for the last 2,000 years. And even the strength of the Jewish nation and the diaspora. True, it's not the ideal, and we all yearn for the final return. But we can, will, and did survive. The only real dangerous threat to the continuity of the Jewish people would be if we lost our connection to Torah learning, the constant connection to the wisdom, tradition, and word of God. Jews have managed and survived for thousands of years, with each family passing on its Jewish DNA to the next generation and so on, without a temple, without Israel, without Jerusalem. However, when Jews lose their knowledge of Torah, their connection to our timeless book of God's wisdom, that is when the following generations eventually leave the fold and the chain of continuity snaps. That message was as true then, 2,000 years ago, as it is to this very day. I have and continue to see it many times when people are no longer connected to the people of the book, and it is a foreign text, eventually and often in our lifetime, that chain is broken. How ironic that for the first time in 2,000 years, we actually do have Israel back and the numbers of Jews breaking the link have honestly never been higher. Rabbi Yochanan in his wisdom knew, if I can imagine a strong center to continue learning and passing down Torah, we might lose the temple, but we'll never lose our connection. That, my friends, is one of the reasons why I love this Hever in the podcast. This is the heart of what it means to maintain our identity, continuity to learn about what it is and what it takes to be more of it.
It is for that reason as well that with great appreciation, I thank the sponsors of tonight's episode. Three guys who I greatly respect who decided during this COVID chaos that they were going to start just putting on filling in their own homes after years of it collecting dust. Say a few prayers and learn for a few minutes afterwards. I know about this really special group of young fathers because they reached out and asked if I would Zoom learn with them once on a Friday morning. It was not only the highlight of my week, but they graciously invited me back and I continue to be inspired by their ability to take this time period of not normal and do something that they don't normally do, which is especially great because Judaism believes that that's the goal of any morning or challenge, be it with the temple or COVID or our personal lives. It's to use that crisis to recreate and recalibrate oneself into a greater version of themselves. These three awesome guys are anonymously sponsoring in my honor, but my friends, you must know that the privilege is honestly all mine. We might not have the temple yet, but as long as we hold on to the Torah, it will hold on to us. And on that note, wishing you an awesome night, and I look forward to seeing you tomorrow.